sounds great. Uh, she is one of Canada's brightest stars. She's platinum certified with the single Cheap Wine and Cigarette. She's a, got a number one hit with Country Girls. Her new album is out today, and uh, it's got so many great songs on it already released. Pleased to be joined now with Jess Moskaluk. Jess, thanks for doing this today. Thanks for having me. All right, so I kind of just ran over your bio. You've had quite a career, but do you feel like the demos is is the best of Jess Moskaluk? Um, I mean... Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way about every single album. It's kind of fun to watch your growth, not only as an artist, but as a person, kind of be translated into these little record projects. So, yeah, I guess this is the current best of me. Uh, when you look back at your career from, from when you started to where you are now, have you seen personal growth You know, as, a, as an artist, as a performer, as a songwriter? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like people might not realize it, but I've been in this in this career for like, 10 to 13 or more years. So, of course, naturally, in 13 years, people change and grow and, and mature. So, yes, definitely, both personally and professionally. Do you get excited or nervous for album release days like today? Both, actually. Um, I'm equal parts nervous um, because these songs, as all of my songs, are so personal. It's, it's really a glimpse into parts of my life that I'm choosing to share with my fans. So you obviously always hope that they react in a positive light when it's things that actually happen to you in your own words. So I'm definitely nervous. Uh, I always want to put my best foot forward. But I'm also really, really excited because I know that there are going to be some people out here that are excited about new music and, and can't wait to hear some of this record. Jess, like you said, you, you've done the album release, you've done the single release thing before. You've never done it during a global pandemic. What was it like putting <laughs> the demos together in a time where everything seemed like if, if it could go wrong, it would? Yeah, no kidding. You're right about that. Um, well, it was very interesting is the word that I'll choose. Of course, being that we were in a were, we are in a global pandemic, um, Things had to be done much differently. Uh, so we didn't record this album anything like we've done any other album, which is, of course, fitting for, for the times. Um, so, you know, we couldn't really get right into the studio. We couldn't write new, brand new songs specifically for this record. So um, we did everything really differently. And, and I'm choosing to see that as a positive because some of these songs, actually almost all of these songs, would not necessarily have had a home on a record if it wasn't for the way that we had to do things because of the pandemic. Is it hard to stay upbeat and positive? You're a general. You're generally a very positive person. Was it hard to stay that way through the process when it was as difficult at times as it was? I think that I was always pretty excited to release new music. And as I was digging through my catalog to find out what songs we would put on this record, I kept finding new ones. And I would go to my record label and be like, pretty please, can I put one more song on the record? And they're like, okay, just one. And then I'd go back and be like, how about two more? <laughs> so I was really excited. So I think that part of it was positive. But of course, you know, just living through a global pandemic, it, it was a little bit sad to not be able to like, share the energy in a studio that you know with with my producer and and with you know players on the album or whatever the case may be i wish i could have had that in-person experience uh but you know i'm choosing to <laughs> classic me i'm choosing to look at it as a positive because hopefully we'll never have to make a record quite this way again uh so this can be something unique and special 
Jess, uh, is there certain aspects, though, of the way you created the demos that you're going to take forward with you in the process? Because, I mean, you probably created this album with people from all over the world at certain points. So is there a way to maybe carry that going forward? I mean, the way that I'll answer that question is it's nice to know that it can be done. I wouldn't necessarily choose to do it this way logistically, um, because it's just not as much fun. I think the product sounds just as great, so it's nice to know that it can be done. But, you know, selfishly as a creative and as, a, as an artistic person, I need that connection of, of people and that energy that you get in a room. So I hope I don't have to do it this way again. But I'm, like I said, it's a really unique and special way uh, to, to, to just kind of like power through and release music despite all the challenges that this year has brought. Yeah, let's be blunt. I mean, no, no, no kid grows up hoping to sing into a laptop, but you know, all alone. They want to be in a studio where you know people are fawning over them. They're watching the music come together. There's just something to be said about a bunch of creative people together writing music, writing songs, and what comes out of it. It's special, Jess. I think you're right, and it just makes me look that much more forward to when we can be doing that safely again. Well, the demos is coming out uh, today. Uh, this Friday, very exciting for, for you, Jess. Uh, again, you, you get a little nervous, you get a little excited. Uh, out of the songs that you've already released, which one are you most looking forward to having next, you know, the next song to, to get out for people to hear? I don't know. I really want to leave that one up to the fans once they can take a listen to real, or take a chance to really dive in. And uh, I, I want to hear their feedback um, because, you know, friends that I've played it for have a totally different you know, song that they really relate to than what, you know, my husband does or my mom or whatever. So I'm most looking forward to hearing what the fans have to say and what their favorites are. Before we uh, continue on in the music, how do you balance that? Because like you said, you've got your husband on one side, family's there, then the record label's got something in their minds, and then you want something out as well. How do you balance all that, Jess? That's got to be a lot of pressure at times. Yeah, it's really, really hard. Um, I'm not going to lie about that. It's Something that has always been really challenging is kind of trying to keep everybody, I don't want to say keep everybody happy because regardless, they're all pretty happy with whatever ends up happening. But it is it is a balancing act, making sure that the label agrees with the songs that I agree with. Ultimately, at the end of the day, without sounding like too much of a tyrant, I'm the artist and, you know, these are my songs and my stories that I've chosen to share. So I have to be the one performing them and, and recording and releasing them. So at the end of the day, it really has to, I have to follow my own heart and it has to come down to what I think is the right choice. Jess, uh, let's jump back into a, chi- a time machine for a bit here. Let's go back to 2012, Catch Me If You Can. Uh, you know, the self-titled or the title track comes out, hits number 49. Over the years, you know, you start getting into the 17s, the 13s, Kiss Me Quiet in 2015, goes to number seven drive me away in 2017 hits number three and then you hit number seven with camouflage number six with save some of that whiskey and you hit number one with country girls what was it like to be told you jess moskaluk have a number one song it was so overwhelming i feel like that's been some that's the one thing that i never was quite able to accomplish um you know we we had some awards and some awesome nominations and some plaques and that kind of thing and those were always really incredible but it always seemed like in my own country it always seemed like a number one was just out of reach um so it was pretty overwhelming and unbelievable and bittersweet uh because i finally got this this number one that was just you know always on my bucket list and then the whole world shut down then 
next, like days after I got my first number one. So I finally, just my luck, I finally get a number one (laughs) and I have to be removed from the current tour that I'm on, placed in my house for the next year, never to perform that number one song for anyone for (laughs) (laughs) a year. So it was amazing and really sad all at the same time. And then ironically, Halfway Home comes out and you're all the way stuck at home and there's no in between and how have you just mentally you know dealt with that because you know your star is rising and you got so much momentum and then all of a sudden the pugs or the plug is pulled out on the whole entertainment scene yeah that's been really challenging because i think you know i'm assuming i can speak for a lot of the entertainment industry when i say the hardest part is the unknown we have no idea when we get to go back we have no idea if it's going to be in 2021 or 2020 five we we have no concept of when we're going to get to go back to do this the very thing that we love the most um so that's been really challenging um i i will say though that i have not taken a second of my time at home for granted in the nine years that i've been with my husband this is the most consecutive days in a row we've got to spend together so i i realize that that will probably never happen again <laughs> so um, I'm choosing to, uh, to to really enjoy and, and cherish these moments at home. See, I wish I could talk to him because I wonder if there's like a, something that you do, you do or there's a pet peeve he has that he didn't know about until recently because you haven't really been around that much. I wonder if there's something that stands out that, that he would say if I asked him that. Well, I don't think that the pet, I'm, I know he has pet peeves, but I don't, I don't think that any of them are new. I mean, nine <laughs> years is a long time, so we definitely know each other inside and out, but but I know that he really hates when I'm cleaning the house and I move something. He is not a fan of change. So if I move like a coffee maker from one side of the counter to the other, which I just did the other day, he's like, that's so inconvenient. I'm like, no, it's not, <laughs> but okay. Thank you for expressing your feelings. It is the, it's the end of the world until like three days when you get used to it and then you never want it moved from that place you just moved it to. Exactly. That's exactly it. It's, it's a guy thing. We're, we're strange people. Uh, <laughs> Map dot. It, it's it's climbing, Jess, and and there's a real chance that that one hits number one as well. Have you given that any thought uh, as you're watching that one climb? I think that every time you release a single, it is a thought that crosses your mind. Especially up until Country Girls, I thought, man, is this going to be the one that does it? Is this going to be the one that does it? Um, of course, it would mean a lot to me if this one did it, because I feel like it means so much to so many people. Um, anyone who's ever been in, around, or from a small town, it's a, it's a pretty relatable song. So I think that would be a really special moment. Take us behind the scenes of that song. What was it like, you know, putting it together and, and you know, having it be the third single off of the demos? This one was one of the more challenging songs to put together. Um, I think I just felt such a sense of pressure to get it right, because, like I mentioned, it's so special to so many people um so this was like the only time that my producer had to send like seven or eight mixes before i decided that we finally got it right so it was really enjoyable we he sent me like three mixes and i was like okay i'm gonna live with these for a while make sure that i'm happy with them and then i kind of just decided one day that i was like no this we gotta we gotta change things up a little so um it was a lot of work but we finally got it exactly how it needed to be Jess, uh, you touched on it. Eventually, you are going to get to uh, perform again and hit a stage again. Which song are you most looking forward to playing for a crowd? Is it one of your older ones, or is it something off the demos? (laughs) I think it's Country Girls, because I never really got to do it. (laughs) 
Oh, that's so, that's gotta just be, that's so tough. I mean, like, I could just hear, like, the excitement, yet the angst in your voice. It's like, it was so close, and then it's, you didn't really get to fully realize it, eh? I know, and I was on tour, I was on the Hashtag Redneck Music Fest tour with Gord Bamford and a bunch of other people, and, like, Gord was so excited. He's like, oh my gosh, this is finally happening for you, and he's like, I'm gonna throw you the best party ever, and I was so excited. I was on the road with, like, some of my favorite people in the world, and everyone was like feeling this buzz of this song about to go number one, and 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 <laughs> and we never got any of that. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we can eventually celebrate safely. <laughs> yes, I hope so too. How as much as you got to miss performing, how much do you miss those times with like somebody like Gore Bamford, with people you've you've toured with? How much do you miss those downtimes, like between shows with those artists? Just as much as I miss the actual shows. Um, I think you know. That is my family. Just as much as my family here is my family, we spend so much time on the road that I've affectionately, as many other people in the industry call them, our road family, my band, my crew, other people, other artists and their bands and crews. Um, you get really close with them being that you basically live with them for you know weeks at a time. So I definitely miss all those people very dearly. Last two for you, Jess. Uh, we had a fan ask, uh, she, she wanted to ask you a question. She, she says she's, uh, she's a huge fan. Uh, when did you start writing songs and, and when did you start singing? I, I started singing when I was 14 or 15 uh, and I started writing when I was probably 18 or 19. All right, so Mary's going to love that answer. Uh, Jess, we'll wrap up with this. The demos is out now. Why should fans be uh, excited, and and uh, why should they want to uh, get that album digitally downloaded? Well, I mean, it's it's music. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something new in a in a world that has been pretty monotonous and mundane lately. So hopefully, they enjoy some brand new music. Jess, thank you so much for doing this today. It was great to t- uh, chat with you again, and we wish you all the best in the future. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a great day.